Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, if I, if I were, were less of a man and less of a pastor, I would just read John chapter 9 and leave it alone. It does a good job, does it not? The battle that we face of faith and the battle that we face of faith versus unbelief throughout this world. The last two weeks, we've been talking about what it means to tell people to come and see. Come and see. We've been filled probably with some hope because we've heard of some success with St. Andrew and, 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 and with, and with, with Philip and Nathaniel, to where it all worked out just fine. But now we get to the part where we address our fears that keep us from saying, come and see. We fear, do we not, the thought of saying that to somebody and having them say, no. We fear the thought that we would say, you don't get it. Jesus Christ is the Savior of the world. He is the light of the world, the light that no darkness can overcome. You have to come and hear it for yourself. And they just say, no. In fact, not no. You know what? <laughs> right? Leave me alone. I don't need Jesus. Right? Who is he that he should tell me how to live? Who is he that tells me what I should do with my life? This is where we really start to test ourselves and where God has us really bear down and see what it is that makes people say these things and what it is that we should do when we, when we face this. What is it that makes people say no? What is it that makes people say, I don't want to hear about Jesus, I don't care about Jesus, even if it's the nicest way possible of saying, no thanks, what is it that makes them do this? In some sense, you can look at it in two different ways. You can be angry, or you can be sad. Or you can be sad that leads to anger. Because you see, these people just don't care. Within our lifetimes, within our world, when we read Romans chapter 1, it is supposed to convict us all. For who is not on some, some level full of envy, strife, deceit, maliciousness, who hasn't gossiped, slandered, been insolent, haughty, boastful, disobedient to parents, foolish, faithless, heartless, ruthless? Name one of, if you can say that you've been none of those things ever, you just might save yourself. The problem is you can't. You can't. But if we're to bear down a little bit, I've said before that when we say that all sin is counted equal before God, we flatten out God's law. We use that as an excuse for people who say, no, I don't want to go to church. No, I don't even want to hear about Jesus. I don't care. We use that as an excuse for them to just say, 
Well, you know, we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. I'll just leave him alone. Maybe I'm being too harsh, but I know that I've had that thought within my head. Just leave him alone. What's the point? Why bother? It's sad, though, is it not? That there are people out there who know the wrath of God because it has been shown to them through creation, and yet they still don't believe it. They become futile in their thinking, their foolish hearts are darkened, claiming to be wise, they become fools and exchange the glory of God for, well, let's just say pictures resembling mortal man and birds and, and all of created things. Makes me think about everybody who is just a zombie nowadays on, on their cell phones. They'd rather pay attention to their news feed, their TikTok, their Twitter, their Facebook, what have you. That's how they get what's going on. They don't need to go to church. It's sad, is it not? It's pitiable. Because we want them to know better. And they may even think that we're pompous for saying we know better. We know better. It's good to come to church. It's good to hear about Jesus. It's good because we know that the gospel is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. And therefore, we're not ashamed. We shouldn't be. But oftentimes we kind of are, are we not? One thing we have to come to terms with is that the world is blind and refuses the sight that Christ offers them. And it may be easy to say that when you invite someone to church, when you ask them if you can talk to them about Jesus, or maybe even just begin, you don't ask them, you just start talking about Jesus. Like, well, I know because I read in the Bible the other day that Jesus healed a man who was born blind. I believe that. Isn't that awesome? And we know deep down, we should, that if people reject that, they're not really rejecting us. They're rejecting Jesus. They're rejecting his word. They're rejecting the hope that he provides. They reject who he is and what he does. And so we have to face reality that that's going to happen. It's going to happen, folks. And you probably don't need me to tell you that, but I'm here to tell you it's going to happen. There will be people who will deny Christ. But we know that Christ gives us sight. We know that we can't give up on these people. We can't give up praying for them and even talking to them if they'll hear us out, praying that one day they might. We cannot give up on reaching folks because of what Christ does for us who once were blind. We're born blind in sin. We're born in the darkness. But through God's word, through holy baptism, he shines his light on us. He exposes our sin and he cleanses us of it. 
He helps us to see. And sometimes as Christians, that's not a lot of fun because we are stuck sometimes in despair. We people, we Christians, should be joyous and jubilant, and most of the time we are. But then when we're confronted with the law rightly, we are rightly humbled. We're rightly cast down off of our pedestals. We are rightly shown who we are apart from God, and therefore we trust in him all the more. It's hard being a Christian. It's not an easy life because the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. But we secretly like the darkness because we don't want people to know what happens in the darkness, not even God. But he does. He knows. And he desires more for you. He desires more for all of those outside of the church. He desires more for everyone so that we would be encouraged and not ashamed to speak his word. And this will bring division. But we know from scripture that sometimes division is or can be a good thing. St. Paul says in Corinthians that there must be division so that you know who is genuine, right? Those who trust in Jesus are genuine. Those who do not are not. But we still seek them out. We still act as God's agents, his hands and his feet, chasing after those who need to hear about Jesus, who need to hear, come and see. Even if they've said no a thousand times, they need to hear, come and see. Come and see what Jesus does for you. Jesus is the light of the world. His light takes away our darkness. And he comes into this world for judgment. He divides us in that way. He says, I came not to bring peace, but a sword. But he cuts away all the parts that don't need to be there. And he leaves and restores you to be whole. In the end, our peace and our consolation rests in that Jesus will be the judge. That in the end, he will take care of everything. All we are given to do is the work that we must do while it is still day, for the night is coming when no man can work. The night is coming. So let us get to work. Let us reach out. Let's talk to somebody that we think might be susceptible to hearing about Christ, might be free on a Sunday morning, might be free on a Wednesday or a Saturday for Christmas Eve. Someone who doesn't have anything on their schedule. Someone who might benefit from hearing about Christ. In the end, let us not, let us not be ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. For we believe that in, in the, 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 the righteousness of God, he is, he, is, is, he is revealed from faith for faith, as it is written, the righteous shall live, shall live by faith. 
And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus our Lord.